for live and direct, thanks to NZ On Air Music. Good God! We're in, uh, t- we're, we're, we're in, we're in, we're in now. Here we go. Live and direct time on Freak the Sheep. Uh, I am super excited to have Class Aura on the dance floor, aka Marika, in the studio. Hello everyone, I'm so excited to be here. It's like a lifelong dream come true, I'm trying not to squeal. I'm super, I'm very happy that I could fulfill this dream for you. <laughs> um, yeah, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I've had a really busy week. I've been doing performances like almost every day at Albert Park since Saturday, so. We're going to talk about that very soon. Yeah. I think um, I think it'll be good to start off with a track first. Okay. Does this track have a title at um, all? Okay, this track is actually inspired by my, some of my best friends, Pew Pew and Yoss, who are in the band Ikare. They're an electronic duo. And they play a lot of chip tunes and things like that as a part of their artistic presence, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so this song, I when I wrote it, I was inspired by them. And they just had a baby recently, a few months ago, who is called Wilhelma. And I was waiting for the baby to be named before I named the track. So I yep. could name the track after the baby. Cute. Yeah, because I, I have this concept album, which hasn't been made yet, called Bangers for Bubs, and it's for the babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> because all my friends are making babies yes. right now because I'm in my early 30s. The babies are happening. Yeah. And, like, what can you make that the babies won't outgrow? And you make them bangers. There's you make an, them timeless classics. Yeah, there's a niche to fill there, for sure. Well, yeah. take it away whenever you're ready. Okay.
That Thank was... you, Wilhelma. Thank you, you guys. Nice. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, that was class one on the dance floor, live in the studio. Mm. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. I re- I'm really interested to learn more about you as a creative because I know that you do a lot of, a lot of stuff, um, as all of us do. Uh, yeah. If if you're a creative out there, you know you know you know what we're talking about, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, give us a brief brief history of like you of you and doing creative things. Um, and yeah, I don't know, like how would you define what you do as a creative? I guess I'm really lucky because I started doing creative things from a very young age, and both my parents are actually psychiatric nurses, so they're pretty like open-minded people, and their very their values are very open and accepting and I know me and my sister talk about it sometimes like one time my sister like she decided to wear like pegs in her hair when she was like 13 at school and it was just like her trying to be a bit kooky and we're like (laughs) most people's parents would have probably done an intervention you know but they never happened with us they just let us be and do our thing um so Oh my god! What was the question about my creativity? Yeah, so you're obviously you're a musician, but like, what else? What else do you do? Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess like making music is like breathing to me because I started learning piano when I was about three or four years old, and I've done an awful lot of things over the years. But um, yeah, it's somehow developed into just every aspect of my life. Just naturally end up picking creative work here and there. So like doing things like life modeling is like one of the things I do and doing performance art so like working with dancers and theater people like just end up just doing bits and pieces and it just develops i don't know yeah what do you do you have a goal with your music um in general or do you kind of go into it with a like with a real open mind i think um it depends on the composition and what i'm making it for if it's just, um, I actually make music is definitely a winding down thing. Like, um, since I've had the deluge, I've like when I, I guess most people might say watch Netflix or something when they're going to sleep, but I treat the deluge like a gaming console, and for me, that's been quite liberating because of a very classical background, and it's like programming the beats and the way it's designed as an instrument. Um, I feel like it's very tactile, and it gets me away from a computer screen. And it gets me back to just like listening to what I'm doing and thinking about frequencies and that aspect of things in a very different way to, um, yeah, like compared to, I guess, um, I, I'm actually used to collaborating a lot with people as well. I actually, most things I'm playing in a band with someone or I'm writing music for a specific project, like a dance project, like choreography or something like mm-hmm. that. So for me, it's been quite an interesting and liberating thing to have this instrument and actually even just getting back into beats being my music because I studied Sonakai University in Wellington yeah and like ambient kind of stuff so I like for ages just it was more like sound collage like found objects noise music I'm a very noise punk musician so nice. it's been nice in some ways to come back to like other aesthetics and to interweave that into things I've learned from those kinds of genres and mm. yeah, come back to it. 
I'm very excited that you have the deluge here. I think this is the first the first one that I've kind of seen like up like, real <laughs> close. But actually, this is this is a bit of a special deluge, and I think I know that there will be people out there who know what this instrument is. It's kind of blown up overseas as well. It's pretty insane. Yeah, I yeah I've been very interwoven with the deluge story <laughs> um, because I'm very close friends with Rowan Hill, who is the inventor of the deluge. And I actually remember when he first started making it, and it was just gonna be a MIDI box. It wasn't even gonna be what it is today. Yeah. He was just like, oh, I want to make a thing for controlling MIDI. And just before that, he was doing things like making guitar pedal interfaces to plug into a laptop. Mm. And it was like really basic. Like he had a bunch of like wooden panels with buttons soldered into them and they'd like fold up. It wasn't even like super flash looking. It was very DIY electronics. Yeah. So if you could, in like a really condensed nutshell, like what does the deluge actually do on it like by itself? Okay. So the deluge is a sampler, sampler, <laughs> sequencer, and drum machine all in one. So it has some internal synth patches and samples, such as like Roland 808 and other types of drum kits, and other guests people have contributed sample packs to yep. it. Um, the way I use it at the moment is primarily for I when I compose I usually use the MIDI synth and the drum machine. Yep. But I do have some tracks. Um, oh, particularly a symphony of sloths is the only thing that I'm, which is a complete is different to class or on the dance floor. It was actually something that was a live music ensemble, like an avant-garde kind of musical thing. Mm which I condensed to the deluge for practical reasons of traveling. So it has like samples of different jams I've had and different gamelan, Indonesian gamelan instruments and bird sounds and wine glasses. Um, and it actually also has Rowan, very lovely friend, actually com- made me an exclusive synth patch, especially for a symphony of softs as a birthday present one year. Cool. For my deluge. So I'm very... Grateful for that, obviously. Very exclusive. <laughs> um, I, when I first saw the Deluge out, or like videos of it, that I thought the interface was very scary. And it's kind of, I don't know, like I got a very, your your one actually does look a bit different to, to like most of the ones that are out in the world. Mm. But do, how did you find going into it, the, like using the interface and kind of pro, like setting it up, programming it and creating music with it? Was it very like a fluid process or did it take a while to kind of adapt? I had mine for about a year and a half before I actually started really properly use it. Like, if you listen to my first tracks, it doesn't sound very coordinated because there's just like really basic things I didn't know you could do. Mm. Like, I, I guess it was like, you kind of sometimes you just have to start, it's like learning a new language. Like, you have to go into it thinking, I just accepting you're going to make mistakes because it's part of a learning process. And like learning what the, how I approach it, like, it's actually really interesting because what's happened as time's gone on is I've applied a lot more classical theory and things I learned in orchestration classes of all things to the deluge. Cool. Then I would have even, and I honestly, I thought when I finished music at university, I was like, I'm never going to be working with an orchestra. This is kind of like not useless, but it's semi-useless. <laughs> now I'm like, oh my God, I'm playing all this counterpoint and really inspired by, um, you know, composers like Wendy Carlos, who did the... Um, switched on Bach albums of the Moog when the Moog first came out yep. and just like learn coming back to the idea of melody and frequency and interaction and how those things are really completely integral to each other and not just like these separate kind of like bubbling things but they're all completely integrated to one another so 
and harmony, of course. So it's been like a really fun, it's been a really fun instrument to learn actually. Sweet. Cool. So I just have fun with it and I'm influenced by so many different genres like vaporwave, chiptunes, synthwave, um, different dance, electronic things, um, hip hop really DIY stuff so it's been real and industrial and things like so it's just like really fun to kind of like be able to write and write all these different genres and sometimes I'll make like little covers for fun and stuff just from ear just to keep my brain active because I'm a bit of a nerd but (laughs) we're we're all nerds here (laughs) um you also perform in Moody V and the menstrual cycle as well you performed last weekend yeah on um, saturday the first with yeah. phf and fema mm-hmm. um what's your involvement with that project what do you what do you do i play electric violin and i'm actually self-taught electric violin player cool yeah i i didn't even learn acoustic violin i just learned electric violin <laughs> and it's really funny because people think i'm an i guess i am an actual one I, it's interesting because i think the violin actually Playing punk style violin, which is basically what I do because I'm not classically trained and I'm not even really folk trained. I think it's a very liberating thing to do, actually. I encourage everyone to get a violin and play it. <laughs> and just give it a go. I know some people think it might be like the recorder or something on steroids, like in terms yep. of tone deafness or something. <laughs> but <laughs> Nice. Um, uh, yeah. What's coming up for you in the future? I know that you've 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 been up here, obviously performing that gig. Um, you've also been performing at the Queer Pavilion, which has been happening. Yeah. Um, have you got anything else coming up? Any anything in general that that you're doing, like creatively or music wise? Yeah. Um, I actually have an overwhelming amount of things because it's that time of the year where all the festivals are happening. Yeah. So I try and keep it simple. So um, the last Queer Pavilion performance is actually happening on Friday. And it's at Albert Park, and I'll be performing at 2pm sharp Cool. Um, with my collaborators from Mega Pash Action, but I'll be playing class on the dance floor material um, live in the park um, with the yeah with Virginia Kennard and Alana Yee and all the incredible... It's been a very collaborative, like, living, fluid um, kind of space to be in. Yeah. It's not really, like, just us performing. Other people... Like, the other day, someone just joined in, like, freestyled poetry over the top of my music, which was really cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's on Friday, 2 p.m. I'm playing again with Moody V on Saturday the 15th of February at the Audio Foundation for Loud and Proud, which is one of the final music events for Pride Festival. Yep. And it's, like, a DIY... All sorts of bands are playing. I'm also got asked to perform with Lesbian Deaf Sluts from Hell at that festival as a guest performer. So they're based in Auckland. I'm based, even though I'm based in Wellington, Moody V is based in Auckland, so I commute for this project. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Lesbian Deaf Sluts from Hell, who are very beautiful, vibrant people, <laughs> um, I'm performing with them. And I am got introduced as the, an ethnic lesbian, which was quite exciting, which is true. I'm an ethnic <laughs> lesbian. My family's from the island of Lesbos. So it's an extra, like, I know, tick on the identity politics yep. game. <laughs> um, but I actually, I'm playing um, the Deluge um, since Drum Audible are doing a world release tour, yep. which a lot of Deluge performers are involved in. I'm playing in the Wellington one for that, which is on the 7th of March. And I got given permission by Ian that I was allowed to say that I'm on the vinyl which is being released for that cool. which is really exciting and yeah this is the first time I've been on telling anyone publicly so oh whoa there you yeah, go yeah it was all like a surprise so yeah 
yeah thank you i'd like to thank actually on that note i'd like to thank both ian and rowan and all the other people in the deluge community who are very supportive and of course you know wellington etc but yes and i'm playing a bunch of like greek music things cool because i play in a greek band i do singing for it so i sing nimbetical music which is a traditional type of like greek blues and it's all unfortunately in wellington but hopefully we can come to auckland one day That'll be mean. Um, yeah. That'll be very, very cool. So I'm playing like the Greek Fest- Food Festival in Wellington on the 22nd of February, the Palestinian Festival with the same project on the 23rd of February, and the Newtown Festival, which is a very big festival in Wellington, on the 8th of February. Oh, sorry, 8th of March. 8th of March. Cool. Hey, thanks again for coming up. You're going to close us off with two tracks. Yeah. Um, give us okay. a little... <laughs> I need to have a drink first. Just... No, <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> Have a break. Yeah. Yeah. So when okay. you're when you're when you're ready, just give us a little preview of what these okay. songs are about. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> take your take your drink first. I'll also join you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate the solidarity. <laughs> so does Comrade Snaggleton, our extra little guest. Comrade Snaggleton. <laughs> um, Comrade Snaggleton's my sloth toy, who's like a lucky charm, and he has a little beret that my mum knitted him. Which, for, just for the viewers, it's got a little beret red with black star in it my mum knitted it based on an anzac poppy pattern but obviously it's been co-opted for the right reasons for the revolution um anyway so the okay i have to actually load my track so i'll I'll talk about when i'm loading it as as a preview i we were doing sound checks before this these next few songs are a bit uh bit explicit so i'm sure there's not if there's any if there's any kids listening right now you should probably go to bed <laughs> it's pretty late put them to um, bed and if there's any uh adults with uh with with innocent <laughs> ears then maybe turn your radio my down. songs are inspired by vulva worship okay so that's that we're cutting to the chase i'm all about the vulva worship some people describe it like peaches cross of craft work or something like that so okay cool here we go My cunt is absolute. My cunt is the beginning. My cunt is catastrophic. My cunt is winning. My cunt is damned if I do, and it's damned if I don't. My cunt is everlasting. My cunt is everlasting. My cunt is fucking incredible. My cunt is fucking. My cunt is a goddess as we know it. Got a reputation, won't stop coming. Make cunts great again. It's time to make cunts great again. Make cunts great again. Make cunts great again. It's time to make cunts great again, make cunts great again. My cunt's more holy than Jesus. My cunt is charismatic. My cunt's the past, present, future. My cunt is intergalactic. My cunt is ever-evolving. My cunt is the saviour. My cunt will do what needs to be done. It is a revolutionary. Make 
can't straight again. It's time to make cunts great again, make cunts great again. Make cunts great again. It's time to make cunts great again, make cunts great again. I've got a cunt and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm not afraid to use it. I'm not afraid to use it. I've got a cunt and I'm not afraid to use it. I've got a brain and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm not afraid to use it. I'm not afraid to use it. I've got a brain and I'm not afraid to use it. Bow down to the pussy. Power to the pussy. Bow down to the pussy. Power to the pussy. Make cunts great again. It's time to make cunts great again. Make cunts great again. Make cunts great again. It's time to make cunts great again. Make cunts great again. Thanks. Okay. All right. I just <laughs> just have another sip of water. Very holy water. If you've just <laughs> joined us, this is class. We're on the dance floor live in the ninety-five BFM studio for live and direct. Uh, you got one more song for us. I do have one more song, and the song is actually really popular in Wellington. Actually, cool. anytime I sing it, people join in, and it makes me really excited because, um, as a actually on the topic of pride, like I'm really into reclaiming my body. I'm into reclaiming my sexuality. I want everyone to feel proud and positive about their bodies and their sexuality and just be able to love and be free, you know? There we go. Beautiful. That's my little cordero. Once again, <laughs> thanks for, thank you so much for coming up and sharing your music. Um, thank you. As I said, it's a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're ready, take it, take it away with the so last song. I'm so excited to be here. It's too much excitement. And, you know, the deluge is in pride colours as well, it seems, so... Nice thing of the programming there, Ron, of your multiple lights, the LEDs. I've got designer vagina. You've got designer vagina. Designer vagina. She's got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. I am the boss of it. It's my body. You're not the boss of it. It's my body. I am the boss of it. It's my body. You're not the boss of it. It's my body. I am the boss of it. It's my body. 
you're not the boss of it it's my body i am the boss of it it's my body you're not the boss of it i've got designer vagina you've got designer vagina he's got designer vagina she's got designer vagina We've got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. We've got designer vagina. That's it. Thanks. <laughs> that was live and direct. Thanks to NZ On Air Music. Hello.